0: Good morning, Supergluer. I am so excited that we're going to begin a little three-day series on empathy building. I know how important it is for me to check my own empathetic heart and to really think about how I'm utilizing empathy, especially when I'm being pulled in a million directions. I'm annoyed, I'm frustrated, or things just aren't going my way. It can be hard to be empathetic, especially when we think that, Others around us may not be demonstrated empathy, and sometimes we may feel that they don't deserve it. So hey, today, Supergluer, I know you've got a lot on your plate. You're being pulled in a million directions, so this is your chance to just sit back, kick back, and get ready to gear up for a kick-ass day as we talk a little bit more about empathy. So we're going to talk about empathy from the standpoint of confirmation bias. And if you remember when we did a little segment on cognitive biases, confirmation bias is a particular type of cognitive bias. So it's this idea that um, we already have a set of judgments and we 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 show up with those. It might be, um, unfortunately, sometimes this happens when people are discriminated against or biases occur. Um, let's say from a, a um, damaging perspective with regard to race or with regard to another culture or something that you're not really actually familiar with. You just have some kind of uh, bias towards a particular group. Remembering, like a bias is a is an, a preference or an aversion. So it's. You know, and it's not intentional, our implicit biases, we don't intentionally have an aversion to them. They're just things that are in our subconscious, right? So um, seeing a particular group as lazy or, or uh, playing into stereotypes, and it's so damaging. It's so, so, so damaging. But confirmation bias is when, let's say that you you view uh, implicitly, you view a particular group as lazy because you've just always... Uh, had that context maybe you don't know actually know a lot about that particular group but you've been influenced by you know whether it's media or stereotypes or things that are happening um, around you conversations that are being shared narratives that are being told over and over again okay so i'm going to use a potentially damaging one that you know that um people that are are heavier set are lazy right that could be a bias that um you know builds back to a stereotype. So, I've got that bias and I fight that in my mind at times, right? And a confirmation bias is when a um a person who is overweight or heavy set is actually lazy. Like you're you're seeing something happen and you're like, yeah, well that just confirms the bias, right? So, Unfortunately, that's what causes our biases sometimes to grow, because then we see one example, and we start to really uh, thread that example through that entire group, okay? So we we continue our negativity, our judgment towards a particular group. All right, so we've got that down, right? So we know what confirmation bias is, we understand that. Um, I think it's also important to note that our confirmation bias doesn't mean we're always right, right? Um, In fact, we have to be extremely careful. It's still a bias. And so when we have confirmation bias, like we see a particular person who is overweight, acting lazy, and it confirms for us some kind of stereotype we have about a particular group. It doesn't mean we're always right. In fact, a lot of times we're wrong and that's where empathy comes in because we don't know the external factors that are going on. So we make judgments without knowing the whole story, right? Right. So cognitive biases like that can really affect relationships and teams. And there are a couple of very uh, specific, or I guess they're scientific terms that are used uh, to really lay these out. So one is called the halo effect. And um, there is a scientist, Robleski. And uh, Robleski did this uh, research back in 2019, not that far uh, ago. And and the research on the halo effect is that an when an individual possesses one aspect of um, another person's character or ability or they have like one aspect in within their character or ability, we see that as a view of how we view the whole person. So let me give you an example. If a person is kind and generous, you might also assume. That they are intelligent and hardworking. This happens all the time with conventional beauty, like what, what is seen in society as someone who is conventionally attractive. We also see them as uh, typically being uh, more hardworking or likable or kind. We kind of place these other um, adjectives, if you will, over top of that person. That's the halo effect, right? Right. So um, obviously, we know that's not true. I mean, it could be true, but we can't begin to make these judgments. So there's also this uh, one that's called the curse of knowledge. And this is when once an individual knows something, that knowledge appears obvious. So like you get really excited about something that you know to be true and accurate in a way of doing something that's efficient or science, science, something that's scientific um, or proven in research. And then you just assume that everyone else knows that. And so sometimes it's really difficult um, to have empathy in those moments because you're just walking on the premise that you think obviously everyone else knows um, and maybe they don't. So they can't necessarily relate to the information that you have. And what where the breakdown really happens with the curse of knowledge is it can really impede um, on a relationship because in your mind, you're like, hello, duh. But in their mind, they really do not know uh, the information. And so it can it can really create this empathy gap, right? Or this like complete judgment. Um, and it's important to note that that research comes from uh, two researchers, Heath and Heath. And they were doing this study back in 2016 about how people relate to each other uh, and, and translates to the curse of knowledge. Anyway, the, the other one is called the empathy gap. And this is where individuals in a certain state of mind find it difficult to understand and support others who are in a different state of mind. So like, let's say that, um, I don't know, like you are absolutely in love with, let's say your job, okay? And you find complete meaning in it. And you're like, this is amazing. This place is amazing. And what we're doing here is awesome, Well, it can be hard for you then to understand or comprehend why someone else is struggling because you're like, what? You know, you don't see it that way. And you so far don't, you're so far from seeing it any other way that you, you know, you have that empathy gap that begins to form, right? So um, these things, oh my God, I want to say, I struggle with all of these, I always, okay, going back to the halo effect, I always feel like when someone is kind, um, and they're like generous in their words, and kind, or they're affirming, I'm always just like, I, I definitely place the halo effect on them. Like, yeah, they're everything. They're all these other things. Of course, they're probably the best at their job, or they know the most, or they, like, I just see them in a positive light. And it, there's nothing wrong with that, except for sometimes I guess what's wrong is not really wrong, but it's not necessarily wrong, but it's just more of like where we can get lost in really seeing reality, right? Um, I would say the Curse of Knowledge, I do some work uh, for a company that produces this really awesome curriculum and it's all based on the science of reading and I'm just super excited about it. And the more I learn about it, the more I know and the more I love it and the more I believe in it and the more I want to stand up for kids who who need a strong curriculum and I just find it difficult when someone isn't there yet and I'm like oh my god Meredith you once did not know this information either so you know just reminding myself right to to pull the judgment back and to really be able to share information effectively and and show empathy in that moment um and then I think the empathy gap comes up so much too when you know especially um you know, if you feel like you really see the value in something and you've tried to, so I will give you an example of this. I have a family member and I feel like I want to try to help them with something related to their health. And I feel like I've been down this journey. I've been down this road. I understand why all of this information is important. And um, I'm so passionate about a particular aspect of, of health and how to approach it. And I just find that like, they complicate it and they don't listen. And I'm getting to the point where the empathy gap is created because I'm like, I just have a hard time understanding why you're not getting it because we've talked about this, you know? So, um, and that can be particularly amped up when we're under stress too, or we're just like, I think I do want to note that when we are stressed out, we lose empathy a little bit more. So be aware of that. I know I am much more empathetic when I am feeling good about where I am in life, and things are kind of flowing for me, and I'm more patient in that regard, and so on and so forth. All right, so we are going to jump into a quick scripture today, because it is so important that we rely, at least for me, I will say, and I always say, you know, please come to this uh, podcast from any faith story, any any background, any um, belief system, and you are welcome here. For me, it's so important that I always go back to the scripture because it helps me to think about being like the person of Jesus and really lining myself up to being the person of Jesus. I'm going to fail at that. I know that I'm a human, but that's what I'm working towards when I'm thinking of building empathy. And when we think about the principles of Jesus, this is like really what were we taught or what did he teach us? What does he continue to teach us? Um, And with regard to empathy, I think this is uh, so, so important. So rendering service with goodwill as to the Lord and not to man comes from Ephesians 6, 7. And it's really about rendering service with goodwill, meaning like I'm doing this for the good of the community. I'm doing this for the good of others. I am laying down my own. Uh, knowledge and my own, you know, righteousness and my own being right, you know, which is often why we cannot be as empathetic. Um, so we're rendering service with goodwill as to the Lord and not to man. In Ephesians 6, 7, we're reminded of that. And I think when I lack in empathy, I always turn to First um, Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, which says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. Meaning, for me, this is always about stopping and taking time to pray when I notice I'm getting ugly. <laughs> you know, like my empathy is, is, um, Is not too great, and I'm getting judgmental because, oh my God, I suffer from this every single day of my life, which is why I need to pray every single day of my life. So, if you would join me in a quick morning prayer Hey, Father God, I love you so much. I thank you so, so much for shaping me every day. I thank you for forgiving me for all the times I'm so judgmental. Oh my goodness, thank you for forgiving me. Help me, Father God, to lay down my judgments and open up my heart to understand what's going on in my brain through knowledge, understand why I might make the judgments that I'm making, but then to have the empathy to overcome initial judgments. Lord, you and I both know I struggle in this area, and I'm so sorry for all of the judgments that I impose unnecessarily. And I just ask you to wash my heart clean and allow me to start fresh with this new day. Lord, I ask for a special blessing over every super glower that they will live out each day with an empathetic heart that they will show up to schools and offices and in their homes and to the field hockey field and all the places that they will go, all the places that they will be super glowers today, that they can be a little bit more empathetic to. Lord, I know that you don't expect perfection from us, that in your image, we are already enough. And that when we mess up, and we act like humans who make judgments. You still love us. And I so appreciate that. But I'm going to strive to do better today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Superglers, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.